Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, in his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and along with my engineer, Paul, who always makes us sound so good, thank you for joining us this morning. I'm super excited to have Dalip Jaggi here today. And before uh, we get to hear from Dalip, let me tell you a little bit about him. He is one of the busiest and most active guys here in Orange County. He was reminding me he's already uh, been on a couple other uh, of the OC Talk Radio shows. Uh, and so been in here before, which is great. Uh, and he has a full-time job. He's the head of business development here at Vincent, a contract software development firm. He's also a co-founder of a startup, Eva Smart Shower, which we'll, uh, I'm sure, talk a little bit about. And he's also super involved in a bunch of areas where he's volunteering, such as leading the OC Tech Happy Hour meetup here. He's involved on the board of Tech Coast Venture Network, uh, YEC, and Forge 54. He's also super involved with a new group here called Coded in OC, which is bringing together companies in Orange County who are developing software to just bring more visibility and, and connection across all the, the amazing number of organizations and companies here who have development happening here. And it, it is remarkable how I feel like every day I see a, a new company or a new agency or a new organization that has a place for development or is doing development. And he's getting more of the member companies involved. And I think it's now already in the several dozen companies. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit today as well. Previously, he sold his company, Device Interactive, to Vincent last year, which he started while he was still finishing his undergraduate degree at Cal State Fullerton. And he only finished there about five years ago. And so he has been really on the rise over the last five years. Dilip also recently joined as a member of the Forbes Technology Council, where he gets to share his insights globally on the Forbes platform and uh, hopefully can continue to draw more attention to all the great things happening here in Orange County as well. He's big on technology and big on purpose, and that's where we really align. So we always seem to have a lot to talk about. He's got great energy and excitement about Orange County. He's all in for this place like I am. And that's why, you know, why you're here today, Dilip. Um, it's great to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, love Orange County. OC, OC, let's build it up. <laughs> That's right. So let's get to the starting line here at Accelerate OC. Uh, when you're asked, I mean, now you, you you know you have a platform to do this globally, but even locally, when you're asked about the Orange County tech community, how do you describe it? So tech community, I think it's evolving. I mean, seeing it over the last like five years um I think if I were to look back five years ago, I found the groups to be a little bit more isolated, a little bit premature. But now I find an array of different groups being popped up, you know. And I think more importantly, people are trying different formats, mm-hmm. um, whether it's resources, incubations, just networking groups, even small groups down for people to come in. Like workshops, I think, have really come up in Orange County. So I think the diversity of different ways for people to get involved is growing. I think now it's up to the entrepreneurs or the person to take to initiate, right? To put that interest and say, I want to be involved to better myself. And I think those all these different cha- these avenues are beautiful because it 
everyone's coming there for one purpose, which generally is betterment. That's good. And, and I think it is a tough, you know, when you're in that mode of trying to build something, uh, I often find that, that people disappear into the corner yeah. and they feel like I've got to focus because, you know, some piece of advice out there is telling you, you've got to focus. But on the other hand, we're meant to be in community with each other right. and we need to get other people's eyes on our ideas and get that feedback. And I always say entrepreneurship is a team sport. Yeah. You yeah know, if you're yeah. going to build a company, it's going to be really hard to build it as a, a solopreneur. Yep. Yep. Um, you, you can build a, maybe a income stream right. or a lifestyle, but to build a company mm-hmm. is is more of a team sport. I think it's also important to note that community is something that's not built one time or overnight. I mean, just because you are coming, let's say it was for entrepreneurship sure. specifically, and you come to an event or you go to a resource that you, you're not just invited immediately because you've put this label over your head. Mm-hmm. I think consistency, putting time in, and over weeks, months, or even years is in how your community is born. That's right. And I would say like from a business perspective, some of the better deals or better opportunities that came, you couldn't track it statically. Because I did X, Y became uh, to fruition, it was a weird sort of like rabbit hole of like, well... I, I was hanging out with Carrie and we had coffee, but then like this guy walked in and then he introduced me and it's like this weird sort of like grapevine of like how this, how those opportunities came about. So mm-hmm. I think community is also something that you invest in and you put over time is how you build your community. You don't enter another community. You kind of build your own community around you. And I think that's important for a lot of people to know. That's, that's a great perspective. So let's talk a little bit about OC Tech Happy Hour. Yeah, you. Uh, this is a... Uh, group that started several years ago yeah and it, it really i would characterize it as one of the largest networking groups that exists here around early stage technology startups as a as a core reason but you've got a lot of different concentric circles in there so tell the audience how you think about that or or more about oc tech app power and i think more importantly how they can get involved in it sure so OC Tech Happy Hour, you're right, has been around for about five or six years, is one of the larger events, has about like 7,500 members. Historically speaking, it's been what the name sounds like, a happy hour event. Mm -hmm. You know, we meet to a place, get some drinks and network. We put a new board together this year. I came in, got involved, and we're like, okay, this the infrastructure of OC Tech Happy Hour is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at just the number of people that um, subscribe to it. Sure. However, I think there's a lot more that the group can be offering and doing. So in- we've kind of like labeled incremental moves is sort of the theme of our board to sort of like massage it and pivot it towards more like content-driven, resource-heavy for early-stage entrepreneurs. So if you're looking at like the... The triangle of entrepreneurs are the funnel, I should say. You know, we're super early stage on, like people mm-hmm. who napkin idea, coming up with a concept. We just want to see, have them have a clearer path towards the next step. So I sh- it should be important to note that the amazing groups that are out there, we don't look at them. We look at them as other resources that you would, you would graduate OC Tech Happy sure. Hour. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. it's a great place to first get involved, meet some people who are in the same boat. You know, um, that you can kind of be in the grind with. But eventually, you should go to like. Octane when you're kind of ready. You know what I mean? Like for different resources or Evo Nexus down the street. Mm -hmm. So that's the way that we look at OC Tech Happy Hour. The best way to get involved is to come to the events, message me, like anyone that messages me, I try to get them connected or invite them, message any of the board members. But just showing at the events uh, a couple times will get you 
pretty involved with the people who are regular. Okay. You, and you talked about, um, you know, making some incremental uh, endeavors. Have you, as as the OC Tech Happy Hour, I mean, you are, if you're the welcome wagon for new budding or aspiring entrepreneurs here, mm-hmm. do you feel like it, you need to be a little bit of the traffic cop or uh, the, the group that says, hey, welcome, we're glad you're here. Here's where you should try to go yes. next. And so you're directing them, as you said. There are... Um, an increasing number of resources here, I, I think most people find that they aren't well connected. Right. And so if you can start even directing people to those places that make sense for them, maybe it's based on the industry that they want to start a company in or based on the stage or the need. Precisely. That they may have. I mean, we are, the, we are the welcome mat. And I think that's like a huge word. But we need to be more than a welcome mat because I think the fact is, if you're an entrepreneur, young or old, or whatever, sure. new new concept, if you walk into a community where you don't know anybody, you it's it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So I think we have to be as welcoming as as possible, but also give them whether it's education, resources, connections to at least see a little bit of a clear path towards the next steps. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they may not know where to go, or they may have an idea, but even just you know, peer-to-peer sort of brainstorming or peer-to-peer momentum. And I think one of the big things that we're trying to do, which I think a lot of groups don't highlight on, is a lot of the, when we're talking about education and content, we're really only learning from, like, the execs, the people who made it, mm-hmm. where they their journey started so many years ago. Sure. So we're trying to actually put, like, the, the startups that just hired their first couple of employees or just close their friends and family around into the spotlight because I think there's a more relatable story for these entrepreneurs. They're just one step ahead or one two step, step ahead. ahead. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I think for most of us, that's that's kind of what, in many cases, we're looking for because if you're 50 steps ahead, it may be difficult for me to envision those 50 steps totally. to get there. And in most cases, people's paths, as, as you mentioned earlier, are pretty different yes and it's great to learn from the the people who have exited and had their their huge liquidity event but to your point people that are just a little bit ahead of us that could share some of those more fresh recent challenges and wounds often can be the most meaningful in helping uh, to navigate and and one thing i've talked about a lot over the years is that it, it could be something as simple as figuring out where do i find a a co-founder or who's a, a service provider or advisor of some kind, you know, legal or accounting or something that that is a good resource to me, those aren't always obvious. And, you know, in a place like Orange County that hasn't historically been as connected, sometimes people resort to something like Google. Yep. And while that's an interesting information resource, it maybe doesn't bring it down to the human level that most of us really want. Totally. Or Yelp. We can go there, too. Sure. That's right. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think I think you're right, though. Um, and and the, the people that are going to be the right fit for you or for your company isn't so much because they have this set service at the right price or whatever. It's, it's a humanistic thing. That's right. Right? So I think putting, putting the time and effort to build that community around you is extremely mm-hmm. important. And that's how I think the best connections are made. That's awesome. Yeah. One thing, I, uh, we didn't talk about this before, but it's it's a topic that's really been uh, on my mind a lot, I would say, over the last probably half a dozen years, is this notion of psychology and personality. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, if there's a OC Tech happy hour, maybe we, we design it right now, where <laughs> we, we talk about the self-actualization or self-awareness that mm-hmm. entrepreneurs should try to have about themselves 
to really understand their personality in the face of becoming an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a big talk because even throughout my journey, I learned certain things that I thought I should be or I, I, I need to be good at. But I think I hit the realization that that's just not me. Like, that's mm-hmm. not my mm-hmm. – that's not the way – my inherited sort of personality characteristics are made to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a big thing, you know. Um, and then there's, there's an interesting book uh, called E-Myth that talks sure. about the conflict of personalities in an entrepreneur that has to, like, manage these different personalities in their mind. And over time, that conflict is what alludes to burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's an interesting, really interesting topic. Okay, we'll take that one offline. But, uh, more <laughs> cool. to come there. So I, I also like that you've gotten really involved with Techos Venture Network. So I I think and, and you know always happy for the audience to correct me, but I believe Techos Venture Network may be the longest standing mm. uh, tech networking organization here in Orange County. When I got here 15 years ago, I think it had already been around for at least that long, if not longer. Yeah. And uh, it's just always been a great group of people with a strong desire to help those in that uh, entrepreneurial journey. Um, Great to see you breathing some new uh, youthful energy into (laughs) it. Uh, What what led you to to get involved with TCVN? Well, they have been around for a while, and I think that they have stayed extremely educational, Mm -hmm. and and I really respect that with the organization. Mm -hmm. They have like the every every two-week workshops, and I think fresh legs um, and a fresh perspective can help the organization sort of refactor. Mm -hmm. And we're bringing in some other new people, too. Some of the board members, though, have been on the board for 15 years. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) um, Which is great at times for continuity. Hey, we tried that. Um, and maybe you dust it off and try it again. Right. Um, so I think that's where you get a good mix of, of the, the new and, and old. Yeah, no, and, and I love it. And I, I love having that. Um, and for me, it's always just been like, I didn't have the time before, and I always wanted to get myself involved because they were helpful for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think now that I, my time is a little bit more open and I really want to get more involved in the community, TCVN seemed like a great place that, like, saying, okay, like, I think I could bring them a lot of value. Sure. Um, and there's a lot of synergies between OC Tech and TCVN sure. because they're a great educational uh, resource. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's let's go under the hood a little bit more to leap into, you know, the things you've been doing over the years. So as I mentioned uh, at the top, you started your first company, Devise Interactive, while you were still in college. What led you to do that? So it was, the way I started the company was sort of indirectly not knowing I was actually starting a company. Because I was a developer, and then that sort of like just freelancing, and I'm very humanistic in the way that I work. And so people kept uh, coming to want to work with me. Referrals just kept coming in, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I could do this. Yeah, sure. I could do that. And so that sort of just started growing. Um, in college is sort of when I'm like, I have m- more work than my own two hands. So then I brought some part-time uh, uh, employees from my college and stuff like that to work at like 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 p.m. at mm-hmm. night. And that's kind of like how the agency was born. But really indirectly, it never occurred to me that this is a business. I was just like, this is really fun. I'm making extra money. Um, we were learning new pro taking new projects, learning new things. Mm-hmm. What a deal. It was just yeah. so exciting, right? Like the, the money was the furthest thing away from me. So, but then eventually kind of like, 
about about four years ago was when I said, whoa, like we can create this into a business. The, the, the realization occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Devise was born is when I was working with this uh, creative director, phenomenal creative director from Washington State. And somehow my young self convinced him to leave Washington after 30 years to come to Orange County. Wow. And let's build this agency together, which is the fusion of brand and tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, me being on the tech side, him being on the brand side. And so that's how Devise was born. And then the business was created. And then we had to figure everything out from there. <laughs> sure. That's awesome. Great story. So last year you sold it to Vincent. Yep. And it's I, I found Vincent, uh, I got introduced uh, to them, I think it's been probably a year and a half or so ago, even before uh, they acquired uh, Devise. And, you know, it's it's a pretty interesting company that expanded here. I think I think Irvine was the first U.S. office it w- for well, them. They say Palo Alto, but we okay. have a small office in San Francisco okay. of two guys. But yeah, Irvine's like the the First major real, office. Yeah, like yeah. big big commitment. So share, you know, they they're still a, a relatively newcomer here to Orange County. So sure. share with the audience a little bit more about the the Vincent story and what's really unique about them sure. in your mind. So Vincent is a software engineering company, hands down, a software engineering company. They've they have this sort of culture that's been recognized in Europe, the from Finland specifically. Been around since two thousand seven, went public, have four hundred and fifty employees, but they've won like best place to work in all of Europe multiple times. Mm-hmm. They even were actually recognized by Inc. magazine um, as a best place to work in the US. So a couple of years ago, they came to the US really because one, there's a lot of clientele here, a lot mm-hmm. of opportunities. Mm-hmm. But if you think about like how big they were in Finland and how they were recognized in Europe, there's only like four and a half or five and a half million people in the whole country of Finland, which I think there's six million people in Orange County by itself. So when we're, you th- we're probably about the same size as Finland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you think about the business model, it's almost a disservice to the business model that was working so well to only stay in one area. Mm. So they came to California about a I guess about two and a half or maybe three years ago with only two employees and wanting to grow their business. Um, And then since, we've now grown this office to 40. Now, along that journey, there's a way that, you know, a company of that size is going to gain a larger footprint, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Clients are one thing. Staff is one thing. Reputation is one thing. And so, you know, devise, I look at the devise in terms of our value, our commitment to our employees and our commitment to our clients. We're very aligned to what they preach. They're all about employee and customer satisfaction. And so they saw us and saw, hey, this is a good a good acquisition because we're going to get some good staff. We're going to get some good contracts and just sort of be another stepping stone for them. Very good. Very good. Well, and I feel like the the other thing that I've appreciated thus far, whether it's Coder and OC or some of the other hosting tech talks at their office, that, that Vincent has has really said, we're we're here and committed to being part of the community, mm-hmm. and so I appreciate that. Any any thoughts on? We have huge outposts here for some other much better known tech brand names, sure. uh, whether it's Amazon or Google or Zillow or others. Any any thoughts on? how we can get them to, even though these aren't their headquarters, this isn't Vincent's headquarters, they're in Finland. How do we how do we convince them to get more involved in the Orange County community? Well, I think Codonosi was a big non- a nonprofit that spun out about six months ago to really help solve that. I think 
I think one thing that we're lacking when you when you talk about the tech industry, we're lacking developer culture. Mm-hmm. We're lacking the developers to have a place to like connect with one another, um, help each other solve problems. Within that, I think once you create that, is how innovation is going to be born because you're bringing a lot of smart minds together. So Code and OC was like, look, we are growing from a tech scene, but some people are moving to LA because talent is there or San Francisco because talent is there as well. So we're trying to create unity between the tech companies to say, no, 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 no. Let's celebrate or even reward the companies that hire here, that retain local talent, grow this local economy and help define OC as a technical hub. So I think all all those different companies can get involved by a participating into groups like Code and OC, even more so having their developers come out of their high tower, not the developers, but the CTOs come out of their high towers Mm. to speak, to educate, Mm -hmm. to talk about best practices. What are they doing that like uh, in terms of managing dev teams that could be transferred over to other companies? I think there's a lot of learnings to be had there. So I think, I think influencing a better dev culture would be extremely important. That's great. We'll, we'll definitely take that one away as uh, (laughs) an action item. We want to keep pushing on. Cool. Yeah. uh, Here. So, Dalip, I know I've talked to you about this before. You know, when I came here 15 years ago, I sort of looked at myself as as the the young up and comer uh, here in Orange County. But <laughs> I, I really look at you as sort of the next generation of tech entrepreneurs emerging here uh, in the area. Oh, thank you. Uh, are you seeing more folks like you here? Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, definitely. I just I, so it's interesting. Um, over the last couple of years, I see more folks like myself, the commitment to community to mm-hmm. want to give back and build it. And maybe it's age now just being more exposed to it. Maybe that has a, a, a name, a different stage in my career where I was more like heads down before. But yes, I do feel that there's a lot of people that are, you know, doing a lot for the community, being involved, want, wanting to try everything, you know, in, in an imperfect way as well. So mm-hmm. just like Eureka does a lot in terms of like doing those different conferences. Sure. Um, and there's a lot of different groups, a lot of people who were constantly pushing this over the last couple of years. Um, and it's amazing for us to like recognize each other and want to help each other out in any way possible. So I think this is a great support group, including individuals like yourself, and you're meeting them day in, day out that want to do more for the community. So, Very good. Well, when you talk to them, what, what are the things that they feel like we should be doing better? You know, when, when your peers are they're trying to get things off the ground yeah, um, and maybe running into resistance or walls, what, what, what things are they seeking or, or feel like they, they would want from the community? I think they want to, the biggest thing is to influence entrepreneurs or individuals to inspire them to come out um, and want to network, to not be afraid to come and ask for help. I think that's like mm, the biggest thing. A- Break the stigma of just sort of just like, you know, you we don't find the time to spend time outside mm-hmm. of the walls with mm-hmm. more people in whatever fashion that, that looks. So I think that's the biggest thing right now, as I would say, is I think the, the other thing I was actually going to point towards was Media, I think, is a huge thing. In Orange County, there hasn't been a lot of local highlight of news. Um, we mm-hmm. have our, our friend Scott Fox who's sure. doing a lot for that. We have you doing a lot for that. And so I, I think that's like a really big thing for our community so people can know like what's what's in our local economy that's you know um, early stage, late stage, whatever it looks like. But this is what our tech community is made out of. That's a great, great point. And, I mean, I, I can't tell you how great i appreciate you saying you know break that stigma of asking for help mm-hmm. because it, what i learned years and years ago that actually asking for help 
is a gift. Yeah. And when you really think of it that way, when when others can be put in a position to help, that's that's one of the most rewarding things that, that we as humans, being able to help other people. Uh, and so even asking for help can yeah. be a, a gift for others. And uh, it shouldn't be stigmatized. And none of us has all the answers. So um, innovation and breakthrough uh, ideas and companies are going to come from those persevering gritty entrepreneurs but those open to including others yeah. in it and and the more we can celebrate that and and encourage that i think the better and that's a big part of why i'm even doing this is just to share those stories and those perspectives and conversations that people like you uh that i get the 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 pleasure and and really the benefit um to have on a daily basis and so trying to share those with others so that they can draw some inspiration from from I your think- story I think that was a huge lesson, though, is, like, knowing that, like, even for me, like, when you ask for help, you kind of feel like, uh, am I a burden, like, to you, or Mm -hmm. am I shame to myself? There's these different mindsets that that you consider, but, like, for some reason, I don't know if it's our only community or maybe it's just a human thing, but I feel like a lot of people ask for help uh, and are are happy to provide help. So if I was just, Carrie, I need help with this, I feel like nine out of ten times you're going to be, like, if I can help you, I want to help That's you. Right. And I don't know what it is. Like we, in, in a lot of people, it's like, you know, we met once, we met twice. You know what I mean? It's like we haven't really cultivated a deep, intimate mm-hmm. relationship. But there's something about it that like people are happy to help, you know, as, right. as long as you're, you know, maybe you help them too or you, it, the way you ask it is nice. <laughs> yeah, or they, they know that you're committed to the community. And yeah. That it, it's not, yeah, it doesn't have to be quid pro quo, but it's. Yeah. Um, you know, you see somebody who's showing up and they're around and they continue to be around. And, yeah. And, and those are the people we want in uh, as the faces of the Orange County tech yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. And it was a big lesson to learn. That's you great. know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, ask for help, everyone. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. So give me your vision for the OC tech community over the next five years. You've been kind of out and in here for five years. What do you see uh, ahead for the community in, in your vision? So I see – so I hope – I guess the vision that I see is like I would like to see a lot more risk, you know, on all fronts. People trying to build really innovative, uh, disruptive pieces of technology, riskier moves in terms of where they're trying to implement it, investors being riskier. I think that's going to breed to a lot of unfortunate losses, but also major wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a big vision. Another vision is going to be like uh, more groups being. Uh, kind of being born and being helpful to these entrepreneurs and the in places like OC Tech Happy Hour have be, have maybe formulated or become a good spot in terms of helping us being a welcome mat and mm-hmm. navigating people to the mm-hmm. next step. I think that's going to be huge huge for us over the next like couple of years. Um, and then I think I think the big thing that I think I kind of just like put under the mat though was the the local media. Mm-hmm. I think shed light on these entrepreneurs, these early stage innovations is extremely important to uh, show how strong the community is um, and knowing that there's people in our backyard that are here to help each other out. Um, And I think the media in any form is going to help towards that. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So, Dalip, unfortunately, I could could sit here for another hour uh, for sure, if not longer, and chat, but Paul's given me the the sign here that we're uh, running out of time. So (laughs) it's our last lap, and... One of the things I always ask my guests on Accelerate OC is to really share some advice or a key lesson that they've learned. I know we we talked uh, quite a bit about asking for help, but hopefully you've got another one 
that uh, you can share from either Devise Interactive or your time at Vincent that you've learned that you want to share with the community? So we said one piece of advice, right? Or a lesson. Or lesson. Yes. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I think for me, I, uh, I was very much in this, as an entrepreneur, a way that, like, as humans, we want all these, like, puzzle pieces to, like, fit right away. Mm -hmm. We want the whole thing to be, like, perfect, the picture is solved, everything like that. So I feel like, for me, a big lesson was to just, like, let live in the world of imperfection mm -hmm. and not having want all the puzzle pieces right away and just don't focus on the image, just focus less talking, more doing, and mm -hmm. focus on building. Mm -hmm. So that was a big lesson for me, especially when I was, like, early stage in my agency, like, really launching Devise. I wanted everything to be perfect from the way we onboarded employees to the way all the client experiences. And, like, you should be detailed and you should care. But at the same time, like, it was prohibiting myself to actually grow. Um, mm. And because of that, I felt I had a slower start in terms of where I could be. So I think the lesson would be to learn, like, try to try to not have all the puzzle pieces fit right away and have the, the perfect picture and just go out and focus on more doing, less talking is sort of okay. the takeaway. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, Dalip, thank you so much for taking us along on this ride today. We covered a lot of ground in a really short period of time. We did, didn't we? Uh, thank you <laughs> as well for, for really leading by example in the community. You're involved in so many things and important things in really shaping this this tech community and ecosystem that we continue to try to, to cultivate here. You're definitely doing your part to Accelerate OC. Welcome wow. to the family. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was a great time. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's Accelerate OC together. 